I think that's good, guys. Oh, wait, Surge is like, nah, let's keep going. That's a great job. So, if you guys can hear by our lovely intro out of tune intro <laughs> i think i think we are back and we are covering one of the greatest shows of all time this agapella group could go i know places. i think we should. i feel like we can go places <laughs> i think so <laughs> and I, I think. and um before i do our intros um great to be back yeah yeah it's go been a while guys. i think leo and i had our bro date a month ago yeah, and well, then i'll take a second and just say congratulations to mr and mrs, mrs. ross ross hey <laughs> <laughs> so congrats, that's the re- congrats on the awesome wedding so guys. that's the reason awesome. we haven't been on in a few weeks is jen and i have got married Yay. and we've kind of been we next kind up of been is busy. me and serge me and serge are getting married next so yes yes he is my partner <laughs> what will they do so any any of the listeners that did come to our wedding thanks for coming um ryan will be on in a little bit for our next episode oh there but are two yeah we're doing a, a, a double header it's a today. double header today Ooh. um but i want to thank my lovely wife and uh you rock and i'll thank ryan again later for probably one of the best surprises i've ever had in my Dude, fucking life that was crazy that was and um actually i gotta thank the man that gave us a surprise mr kevin smith um and i'll clip that into smith. here so you guys can listen to it yeah too. so jen surprised me and she got a him to send a, a special wedding message to so kevin smith was signing at the secret stash on may 4th star wars day and ryan was on his way to meet him and he was able to get him to record a congratulations message for us at the wedding and our wedding was actually at an old movie theater in riverhead new york it was so cool and i was awesome. able to get it on the projector and surprise david yeah and i i didn't cry too much at the wedding but i i, I did i did cry you know that it, you saw me man. i told you i was like i am going to cry at your and wedding you and did. you're like no you're not and i'm like you don't know how much of a bitch <laughs> i am i will cry at this wedding <laughs> but like i got th- great speech too sir i, I forgot everything Definitely. i said I, i'm i was like half we'll have the video soon we'll have the video soon. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. all, all of america will see but the video are, soon. <laughs> but we are back and we are covering i Wanted to do this. I teased it the last time we were on that we were going to cover Game of Thrones. And I wanted to wait till after the finale just to pretty much dissect the whole series and what we thought. Were, do we rank it as one of the best series of all time? So on and so forth. As you can see by my intro, I personally still do. Um, let's just get put this on Front mm-hmm. Street right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as a series finale, let's not. We're going di- to dive into okay. the season as a whole. As a series finale. I will. I seen a lot uh, and laugh at a lot, and I'm glad Serge is here too because what up? He actually read the book, so he can give us an, a take that the three of us can't really give. Sure. So that's why, and he's very passionate about this, as our text conversations have shown. <laughs> so this should be fun. But I do want to say that on the out of series finales, I didn't hate it. I think mm. it did certain things that I uh, wanted. While the season as a whole, we're going to dive into as being rushed mm-hmm. as a series finale. Agreed. Looking at what I've seen in my entire life with trash series finales that have done nothing but leave us disappointed and make us regret we watched the series. I have no regrets. 
I am fine. Am I, is it one of the greatest of all time? No, no, no. It's not one of the greatest series finales of all time by any stretch. But do I, but do I think it will age well? I think it will. I hmm. don't agree with you there. I do listen. I think that this show is. I think it's in my top two. But remember, we're just talking about the series finale, finale. Yeah. Just right now. Okay, season. or this the last episode. The whole last episode. Okay. season. No, nope. just the finale. Just the finale. The right now. <laughs> just the finale. I was not a fan at okay. all because there and, yeah. and, and 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 it's not because it because it wraps everything up with a nice bow and everything is happy and everything ends happily it's it's almost as if everything ends happily ever after and if you know the author and if you know how the stories go it, it is absolutely not the way that that how, like all these characters are supposed to act that's not that's not in their character to behave in this way it's not for Jon Snow to behave this way or Daenerys to behave in that way and for them to all of a sudden have a character change all of a sudden, or like a heel turn, as as as, mm-hmm. as fans of wrestling yeah. go, yeah, yeah. right? Like like it, it, it's it's we expect Daenerys to inherit a lot of the traits that her father did, like you know, as King Aerys did, because he was a madman and she has a lot of those traits. But the the way in which she turned was not only unexpected but very very stupid. And 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 I'll I'll go into the details as we go into this podcast. But it was such a from from yes from all of the yeah. other episodes and seasons we see her progress and we see her character growth and we see her go from being this innocent sort of clueless girl whose brother is the one who's going to be king yep. for from her to grow and to adapt and to become powerful and use her power and 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 this way to free slaves and to become this powerful leader yeah. to all of a sudden come into King's Landing and burn everybody yeah. down because she's mad that her handmaid was killed and all the stuff has happened like that's not what is in her character and there's other things but I'll so I'll I'll let di- the I, I, di- I disagree with you on that okay, I think cool, they've cool. I think they've slowly done things in with her character all the way back since season one yes. that I think that have shown that she will eventually turn into what she have turned into especially okay. and we're going to get into this but I but in terms of Danny's turn itself I have been thinking that this was going to be the end game for her <laughs> be, since I feel she went power hungry especially with when she killed Sam's dad and Sam's brother okay and I think because she used the dragon's very freely, and we never questioned her because of who she used it on. Yes. So we already didn't like those characters, so we were so like, oh, it's So you fine. never questioned her yeah. actions. But the actions were just so bad. But the actions, I think, were still bad. And she ne- never gave anyone, she really never gave anyone, especially your um, Sans brother and dad, like, or you're not gonna bend the knee? No, there's no alternative. I'm just gonna fucking burn you. Yeah, but and Daenerys has never been this power hungry, crazy person. She listen. She I has always she, has. she she has always kind of been this person that I demand you to be kind of 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 of, of you know acquiesce to me okay. and, and and to and to you know uh, agree to my rule. And but she also showed showed compassion and for those people and and, and she never. She I, never had a moment in which oh, it was only all the people who betrayed her in, in a matter. So like in like in seasons two and three, when all those people like had betrayed her and she took action against them. Those things were understandable. Oh, but, I agree. But I agree. for her to all of a sudden finally arrive at King's Landing, her whole the, the whole journey yeah. is complete to reclaim the throne, which 
which, by the way, we find out she's not the true heir. She knows she's not the true heir of of of, of, of the, the Iron Throne. She knows this. Jon Snow knows this. And another thing about Jon Snow, now that he knows that he is a Targaryen, and like it Spoilers. never gets dressed. <laughs> never gets. Dude, I have I have a lot of notes here that so I, w- I. I would eleven love pages to go through. I have no notes and, and, uh, for color commentary. <laughs> and, and, and Jenny's just here. And, and, and yeah. Yeah, I'm just listening. Air high five, John. I I feel as if, and then I feel as if, is the are the books going to end the way that the show is? In some way, yes. I do think that Bran will continue to be king. Yep, I agree. I do think that there are some things that are going to happen in the books that will continue to be like how they are in the show. So, Serge, I want to dissect you yeah. on this real quick because I personally predicted Bran to be end up as king like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Because I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, but you've read the book, so yeah. I can you can dive in more on this. I read I've read and during different on different sites that the books have a lot of Brand's perspective. Yes, his POV. Yeah. So seeing as the books have had him as P, a lot of POV, it kind of would make sense that it. it would turn that he would become king. I read something um, earlier, like last week or this week, I think it was um, that the first scene of Game of Thrones on TV was through Bran's eyes, mm-hmm. the POV thing. And it was like one of the first things that he saw was how Ned had to behead someone um, because of mm-hmm. like what's right or what you had to do as far as King is concerned. Yeah. So he already saw that he wasn't a fan of that monarchy and that kind of rule. And I've so never been a fan. That- and I've never been a fan of Bran. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Ever since one of my moments we're going to talk about later, ever since that moment, I've wanted him gone. Yeah. But he hasn't. This- I wanted him to be the Night King. I thought that was going to be awesome if that whole yeah. thing turned out. But no, never did. And I, th- I think we'll talk about this whole season in a little bit. But I think a lot of the whole six, well, a season has to do with. So give me a ranking out of ten. How would you rank the finale, the, the last episode? Uh, I'd give it like a seven. Okay, mm. I, it's not great. I wouldn't put it in eight, nine, ten great okay. category. Okay. But I thought it was. I think it's one of those that when I rewatch the whole series, because I once everything's out on you know Blu-ray, like I want to get everything, yeah. and I'm gonna rewatch it from beginning to end with fresh lens because i really haven't watched the first season in like nine years fair so like i haven't really been i don't remember some of this stuff but if i watch this as a straight through Mm. series maybe it'll go up maybe it'll go down but i think this i think this will age well it really really reminds me of the backlash that the sopranos got okay it really does and I was one of the ones that really enjoyed the Sopranos finales, mm-hmm. and now I talk to everybody, mm-hmm. and it seems everyone loves the Sopranos finale now. I don't like so, the Sopranos finale. I liked you, it. You did? I did. I did. So, I like but let's just dive in. How would you rank it out of 10? Serge is about the finale. Three. Yeah, the last episode. Yeah, just the last uh, episode. Two, a two, a two okay. out of 10. And, and, and I, I have a lot of reasons why it's a two out of 10. Everything is so rushed, and it's almost like they forget about every other character, and they, and they just sort of try to wrap everything up. And the well, way they, ch- but but the way that they choose to wrap it up is very Hollywood. It's very tropey, and it's ve- and, and, and and if you know anything about a Song of Ice and Fire, and if you know, it goes against tropes. It go it, it, it it's it's a very original, yeah. And it's a it's 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 that's the reason really people liked it so much because they started killing main characters like that. And the way it ends is sort of like it's sort of like they had it 
all these other seasons were all all of them are based on the books. Now the show is ahead of the books, so yeah. they thought, how are we going to end it? And like, it's like if they got the fucking guy from Transformers to come oh, in no. why, to direct season eight, and it was like, let's fucking have uh, all this explosion. Well, the, the the books have been. The show has been ahead of the books since season five. Yeah, and, and not to a th- point. To a point. But no one's complained about season six or season seven. So people have complained about season number seven to a point. But here's the thing: they, the, 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 the um, um, creators of the show, the uh, uh, directors who I forget their names. Uh, the, uh, Banoff and I can't, always, that other. I dude. always forget. I always get the other guy's yeah. name. It's Banoff. It helps to have their names if you're having an episode. That's <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, so they had access to, I imagine, a draft of the book that is still being being Benoff created. Benoff and Weiss. Benoff yeah. and Weiss. They go. still have Benoff. access to like David Benoff and D.B. Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, they have a draft of the script that that George R.R. had 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 created and written and is, is still drafting and all that stuff. So they still had a basis for which to base their episodes on. So all of season eight is based on a book that isn't even started yet yeah. by by the author. So they winged it. No pun intended. They had to though. They had they, to wing they it. They had well to. Played. They had to. They had to wing it. And I I understand. And they could have waited. But if they would have waited, it would have taken a million years. To, I I I understand. Because I personally don't think he's ever going to finish those books, despite I, what he says. Listen, I if he doesn't, I will I will be very sad. Because so here's here's my whole like. I, I don't like that Benoff and Weiss are getting heat on this because people forget that, yeah, they're using George R. R. Martin's framework, but it's not verbatim from the book to screen. As a matter of fact, there are many, I think there are at least 60 characters that are in the books that never even made it to yeah. the show. Yeah. Even Lady, Lady Stoneheart. Lady Stoneheart didn't yeah. That was a big show. one. And, and however, however, I do think that as, as, as a reader of the books and I watched the show, yeah. Although they omit a lot of the minor characters, there's still a, a, almost everything that happens in the book happens in the show, and it's all done all with fidelity. Like, like it's it's mm-hmm. really accurate. Like it, like like so. Say for example, if you have someone like Gene Poole, okay. who is a character who is not in the show, who who um, who Ramsey Snow slash slash um, slash um he he he's a bastard who eventually is um is elevated to being a, a like a, a lord or, a lord or, or whatever um he 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 rapes this girl but in the show it's Sansa Stark that oh. he so it's like her like they give that whole role to a, to a more important character like they, they blend the blend people right so so it's so it's not like it's not like they just do something that's out of left field like even though they omit a lot of the minor characters they still transfer a lot of those things that happen to a lot of the major characters so it still makes a lot of sense so i um in my research i found out that george r Martin gave benoff and weiss three key points that he mm-hmm. demand demand is a strong word that he really felt passionate about felt passionate about to be included in the series and Benoff and Weiss have already told us too and they never have told us the third one I was gonna ask which I think I know what it is so the first one was you got to kill Ned Stark that's like you have to do that right away number two we I want the red wedding on the show and number three they have not revealed what it is what I think is Danny doing what she did I think Danny doing what she did was the third one that's 
what I per- if maybe a combination of that and Bran becoming king. I understand how Danny did the turn that she did, but the problem is that it was execution with a turn yes, yes. where it was these characters are developed slowly and you yeah. understand their intentions and their and like there's a reason why she would do the things that she did but her sudden turn yeah. that sudden turn throws her whole character arc out the window like let's start off with a thing i have here on my notes and it's it's jamie lannister oh that, uh, i didn't like that jamie i will lannister, say i will shit on that jamie like lannister I, this was my favorite arc completely jamie lannister last. is my favorite character on the show yeah, and the reason okay. why is because he went from a twirly he, he went from this evil bad guy that pretty just boy, a, just a pretty just a piece of shit character and you see his character arc and you get to know his background and you get to know his reason for being the Kingslayer and you get to know the anguish that he goes through. Yeah. And the irony is that, I, and, and they stress this in the books and they do it in the show, but in the books is really, really stressed. The anguish that he goes through, the reason why he's a Kingslayer, he saved the fucking world. He yeah. saved King's Landing because King Ares was going to, Kill them all. He Pretty much what Danny did. Kill them all. And Jamie Lannister, who's who who was who was the head, who, who was like a Lord Commander, was I he, guess. Who of was the, he? Wait, so would, would, would John now be called like the Queen Slayer? Yeah. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. So so, so he went so and, and, and Jamie, like, he the reason that he's trashed so much throughout the show, nobody knows until he basically admits it to to to, to, to Brienne, to, right? Yeah, he says it to to her and then he says People hate me, but they don't understand yeah. that the reason why I did this is because I served the kingdom. I saved the world by killing this crazy person because he was going to kill everybody. And then as he killed the king, then in comes Eddard Stark, sees him kill the king, and labels him a kingslayer. Kingslayer, now yeah. he gets a kingslayer. Now he gets a reputation, but he never gets the ability to Explain express himself, himself yeah. like, hey, man, I did this to save you. I did this to save everybody. So he has a, he has an ill kind of reputation mm. that sort of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now I'm a piece of shit. Now everybody hates me. And he kind of he lives this life of being a bad guy. And it isn't until... He gets captured, right? Captured, and with him and Brienne, and they show him, and they show him his haircut. His haircut changed yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> he gets <laughs> shaved the beard. No, he yeah. grew the beard. He grew the he beard. He grew the beard. He has it his is. arm chopped off, and then it isn't until he's hum- he's embarrassed humanized. and humanized yeah. and humiliated, and Brienne shows him that that kind of of, of the mercy, and, and 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 he gets to explain himself, and it's almost like you see this guy that and and and, and Jamie and Theon Greyjoy is another excellent, and the way they handle Theon. On the show was amazing. I, did, I, I will yeah, say that I was will a great, that. great end to him. You His go, felt really authentic. You too. go from Jamie and Theon, who went from these sort of bad guys to and and I'll, I'll first talk about Jamie, and then he sort of kept screwing up, and then all of a sudden, slowly he redeems himself, and and it's that and it's that scene or that chapter in the book where he's where he becomes a Lord Commander. Of of the not not a lord commander, but he becomes sort of the of the of the leader of the of the of the uh, in in the books they're called like uh, of of the white cloaks of, okay. of the ones who defend the king like okay. like his like his you know his like henchmen you yeah, know like the all, all those, of the right yeah yeah or something. and and there's like a chapter that has his name and all his accomplishments and and there's a scene with with uh, it's Joffrey and Joffrey is looking at at it and and, and they say uncle. You don't have shit written down 
on your accomplishments oh, wow. as as being a knight. Like you have no, oh. you have you don't have. That's why anything. Brienne. Is that the book That's at the end? Yeah, yeah, it's the book oh, at the end. Done nothing. Wow. You're known as your only thing is you're a kingslayer. King and Jamie has this internalized sort of thing, and it's like I have it. I I so I I have done nothing. Wow. And this is and this is the point where Jamie starts to kind of realize I need to turn it around. I I can turn. And that's when he has a siege at, at um um at the Tullys where he's kind of has that siege at River Run and he's and, and then instead of killing them all he has a parlay he meets with them and then he was like oh shoot listen you guys surrender i won't kill you we can and all i want is control of your castle you give me a ward or whatever and we'll call it a day we won't kill anybody and they were like i don't trust you because you're a kingslayer he kept his word he he kept keeping his word throughout the thing he he went from this scummy dude to understanding that I need to prove to the world that I am not just a scumbag, that I am doing great things. And finally, at the end, in season eight, where he meets, you know, where him and Daenerys and, and, and Tyrion and all these people all come together. And he's finally proving himself that it's like, I came to do good. I came to do. And then he goes to Cersei. And it's like, bro, like, yeah. why do you throw away this character growth that is so amazing? He went from he went. He, he like it, it doesn't seem like it's in his character. Now, I understand addiction is a thing. And I understand that if you like, he was he he's he's like he's like addicted to her love, and he wants to go back. I I, I understand it, but the way it was done so was so the, rushed. They never, execution, execution. Yeah, execution. I think yeah. so I think we could I think we could all agree that the issue with this last season, since now we're diving into the season, was just rushed, rushed yes. in execution. Yeah. yeah, I personally feel if this well, before Serge gets into Theon, if this season ended with episode uh, five and Danny doing what she did. And then you have one more season of just her ruling everybody, being that mad queen. And we get the same exact finale we got last week or two weeks ago. Yes. It would have been accepted better. Yeah. I think my issue with it is not even the quantity of episodes. I think it's the substance in those yeah. episodes. There was too yeah. much in those episodes. I think, honestly, you could have spread out each of those into two episodes and a little bit more like gradual building. I think the heel turn for Daenerys made sense. Once you look back and realize Every Jorah got killed, too. Yeah. Then she lost everything. She lost everything. She lost, everyone it, that kept her calm yes, was gone. Yeah. And everyone that was there for her yeah. to like control her. But we never saw her anguish and actually have to deal with that mourning. That's, that's we a just good saw point. Turn. And, her, and also, it's very like it's symbolic. Like the everybody, all the all like the Unsullied and Dothraki and all these armies had followed Daenerys. Why is it because she's a woman and she's a strong leader? No, it's because she had fucking dragons. Yeah. She lost one dragon. Then she lost a second peace. dragon. Rest in peace. And then all of a sudden she has one dragon that is left. And now everybody's so sort of like, wait a minute. Like we, we you know, don't know anymore. I, I, now she's unsure. Now she's her, her, her power is very tenuous at this point. And it's like, now, yeah. like, so I, I understand her, her losing her shit, but yeah. the whole point of her was to come to Westeros to reclaim the throne that her father had, and now she feels like she has a rightful claim to. And I also, when you mentioned Danny, something I really did enjoy in the finale is that she never got to sit on it. All yeah, this, yeah. and she never got to sit oh, on that's it. That's a really good point. Like I, I was like when she I saw her walking herself, to it, and I saw her touching it, and I'm like, oh, I hope she doesn't sit on it. And then what happened with John happened to John. But the weirdest thing about this whole thing of Daenerys is that now she. 
understands and completely knows that she is not the true heir of the Iron Throne. In fact, it is Jon Snow, hence the title, A Song of Ice and Fire. Jon Snow is literally ice and fire. He is Stark, and he is Targaryen. That is the point that that this whole entire series has been been going up uh, up to the fact that Jon Snow of uh, uh, supposedly a bastard of low birth like of no honors who was raised as a Stark because because Eddard but in fact Eddard Stark kept his heritage from everybody for a reason now we know he's his, his name symbolically ironically is Aegon Targaryen Aegon Targaryen was the one that came hundreds of years ago to conquer the seven kingdoms so it would be it's almost a symbolic for another Aegon Targaryen to come and change it all up. Mm-hmm. Nothing is he. I I I love my queen. I will follow her to the. I will follow her wherever she goes. I. I but has he I, ever? I he's never really queen. knows nothing. Because he's never. Like, <laughs> yeah, but this whole season he, he knew nothing. Still doesn't well, know no, after everything. Is, he's like seen, the whole John thing. Like know. I agree with you. But that's been John from day one. It's been John from day He's one. He's never changed and, his stripes. And and, beautiful. and also, <laughs> he's very handsome. But I I also feel like on the one hand, yes, he is the he is the heir of the Iron Throne because he is Targaryen and he is Stark and all the stuff and all makes sense. And he and he his his father. Who, who his father? He was supposed to be the king after after King Aerys, okay. but because his father died, now John Targaryen, not John Targaryen, not John Targaryen, not Aegon Targaryen, Aegon, his yeah. real name. Yeah. He was supposed to be the true heir. But being raised by Eddard Stark, and uh, he he never wanted power. He no. wanted. He just wanted to just just be like, look, man, I want to go back up north. I want. That's why. That's why. Despite Jenny, will talk. Jenny will say her piece on that. Yeah. I actually really liked his ending. I I did too. I liked his I, ending, I liked his yeah, ending no. but I had some yeah. caveats about the ending, which are which which I think are really really stupid. But I'll get into. No. I would I, rather I, him be offered the throne and then him turning it down. Yes. He didn't even get offered the throne. I didn't no one even knows. I didn't need him on the throne. I knew he wasn't gonna take it. But I needed. I, I need everyone to know of his gone. like what happened to him. Yeah. I think people know, and I think Nine after he killed know. Danny, it was gone. He wasn't gonna get the throne. And let's anything. talk about him killing oh. Danny. I was fine with that. All right, bro. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, you know that Danny is your aunt. She knows she's your uh, she's your aunt. Uh, and, and you're her nephew. Well, they didn't know that until after the first time. And they, they continue to bang they continue. But, and all this stuff. I all right, mean, and that's, and that's and Jamie I mean, bang. Like, so right. at that point, it's already that's, Snow, that's what they. You? But at what point had John ever been <laughs> like? Is only okay. I love you. Like I serve my queen, no. and I will but do like, what Jamie you say. But like Jamie and Cersei, right? Like they, that shit was like it, it, crazy. But I, I'll go to Jamie and Cersei. But first, I want to talk about John and and Daenerys and Daenerys. Conquers all of King's Landing, dis- incinerates the entire town with all the innocents, which sure, is something sure. that she. Which listen, if you're Daenerys, you are the breaker of chains. You save, you save people breaker from chain. slavery. Incinerator of innocents. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> her her arc, her her arc in Marine, her arc in Karth, yeah. and all of these things. Everything. She's always been like, I will take out these. Usurpers! I will take out these slavers. I will take out these cruel people, and I will save and I will set these people free. 
That has been her thing. Now, all of a sudden, she's in King's Landing, and she destroys uh, a Lannister army and the Greyjoy kind of a fleet and the Golden Company, who never get mentioned. The Golden never. Company. They, and you're looking at me like, who's the Golden Company? Exactly. They never get mentioned mm, because yeah. nobody, what happened to them? What happened to the Golden Company? In the books, it, like, if you look at, at – at, they, 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 like – they were all set up to be this gigantic force and all, all of them all together. And, well, anyway, I'm jumping up ahead. But but then all of a sudden, John comes up to Daenerys and he's like, I love you. And they embrace. And then he slowly stabs her. And like, I'm sorry. And then she just slowly dies. That's such a Hollywood ending. It was such that a soap never, opera scene. It was such yeah, a soap opera yeah. scene. And if you, very, know, like, if you know the books and George and George, how he writes his books, this is not what would happen this is not what john would do this is not what would happen john would realize way before way before he was like this is a crazy motherfucking bitch and i I, i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not following her and she and she like he's not gonna follow her because she's not the rightful queen she she he knows it everybody knows that she has dragons but she's not the rightful queen and she's very powerful he would probably want her at his side but when you're that power hungry and 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 let me j- skip ahead a little bit. Daenerys has always been about freeing slaves and bringing yeah. justice and doing all that stuff. So she went from doing all this to coming to Westeros to incinerating the entire population of King's Landing. Then all of a sudden she's like, John, you must join me to cleanse the world, to cleanse the world of corruption. And we but must say, and, so and, and Daenerys had, now is Emperor Palpatine now. So to dive in on that, uh, I do want to yeah. comment on that. But everyone that's ever been evil that has, that's been a good villain okay. has always... Perfect example to use a recent example, Thanos. Oh, thank you for mentioning Thanos. Thanos, to to combat what you just said, Thanos is like, oh, well, this is necessary to bring balance. Yeah, you feel like you are in the right. He feels like he's in the right the same way Danny feels she's in the right. But if Danny comes in to take over the Iron Throne, or like her why would she kill innocents that were oppressed if she feels like... Just like in Marine and just like in Karth and just like in all those areas, if she feels like the if 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 if, if the Lannisters and all these people are keeping these people also all under underneath their rule, why would she then incinerate and kill innocents so, and wait. then say we have to cleanse the world? And so, so where is she going to fly to now? So I think on this point, this is one of those moments where it's like, had we seen some of like the backing to what caused this to happen? Kind of I like think, the what I mentioned, like a full season. Yeah, because like look, doing. at this point, if I saw like a small moment where she kind of went a little rogue and Jorah came up to her and like tried to convince her to calm down, or um, what's uh, the handmaid's name? Um, Masander. Masander. Similar to her. All her voices of reason, even Tyrion. At that point, she couldn't trust anyone. Well, I actually, I, I agree. I was actually going to bring up your point. The reason she instantly did what she did is because she no longer has any support by yes. her. Yes, she's, no one. She's thinking off the fly. And how many, how many times have the five of us or four of us have made irrational decision in a moment's notice because we don't have our support by us? Yeah, uh, correct. Yeah. I agree with you. But uh, had, had we seen it? grown no, it's and true. developed it's we would have factor. understood it I, but I, I think that's it i think she always had this kind of like uh she was a rash thinker from the beginning yep. but we always yep. saw someone kind of subdue they, her her brother sub- yeah. subdued yeah. her um and, yeah. and and when we mentioned like when i mentioned before like 
I've seen things from season one that show that mm-hmm. she will be turning. The glimpse? Even in season one when Caldro like killed her brother, she, and I think now purposely, in 2020 hindsight, purposely the camera focused on her watching her brother die. Oh, shit. And her face is of acceptance. Her face is not of remorse. Her face is just like... Kind of like he deserves it. Like... This is what needs to be done Got when it. I need to get what I want. Got it. And it it just like it goes. We're talking about the season as a whole right now. It goes back into the whole rush. Rush. Yeah. I I I see rush. a lot of what Serge's point yeah. is. hundred percent. hundred percent. See what his Definitely point is. Definitely see it. But I just think that we can blame Star Wars for this because I have not seen confirmation of this. But I feel that the reason that this season was rushed because HBO has come out and said that they did offer them to do another season and to finish off with 10 episodes or whatever Kathleen Kennedy is she runs she runs Lucasfilm and she wants these guys mm. to start writing this trilogy that's going to be out in two years listen gotcha. it, 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 bro if, if 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 the if the series if this prequel series or, or whatever comes any spinoff of Game of Thrones come out and they're not all based on the books by George then the, I I would rather not watch the show because like look the acting is phenomenal the cinematography is phenomenal the music is phenomenal and the and the and the directors and creators of the show are very good but if the foundation is not there if the writing isn't there. The reason why this show is as great as it is is not because of those other things that I said. The it's 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 the it's the author and the writing and yeah. the nuance, the source material. It's, yeah, it, it's it's his understanding of the gray area. So I will counter, and I think we spoke about this in text. Mm-hmm. So here's my biggest argument to your to your statement. There, every year we have an Oscar that's given for adapted work, yeah. and I don't and I don't think that like Spike Lee just won an Oscar this year for adapting. Work and good, George R. R. Martin deserves all the praise in the world. Yes, but I don't think we should put Weiss and Benoff in terms of like, oh, they're they're just good writers. Now I think they're great writers because they're able to bring all that to the screen the way that they did. And yes, the season was rough to some, but we have seven seasons, and to some, six were great, seven was good, and eight what it was what it was to people. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I'm upset about about their writing, and it's like. It was almost as if all of a sudden in the battle and in, in, in the long night or the battle of Winterfell. Yes. And, oh, and, and, oh, and then it could have been two and, episodes. It could have been two yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. episodes. episodes. And, and the action was phenomenal. I loved everything about the action and the music and the score and, and the cinematography and yeah. the acting. But there's a lot of things that I didn't like. The, all the minor characters. So, like, I think of Davos. I think of, of Varys. Like, uh, even Tyrion like they didn't do shit they didn't like these are very important influential characters that yeah. that are are important characters they didn't They're even just... Baran even Baran this season didn't do Jack as opposed to what has he done in, in the rest of the seasons but like <laughs> he's that, been carried a lot <laughs> he, yeah and, and and like and his oh. character arc no, no, continue. No. continue. His his character arc is fantastic, especially in the books. You see his growth. Cool, Bran. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And so I could see if you read the books, you can say, okay, I can see Bran being the king of the six kingdoms. But I'm not gonna get ahead of myself. I'm gonna get into the six kingdoms and the North being independent way ahead of this because I have a major, major, major problem with that. But I'll get into I'll get into some of that. Let's talk a little bit about the the um uh, uh, uh the Throcky friends. 
Okay, the Dothraki. We know the Unsullied go back to Nath, and we understand why. Because in, because in Nath is a country that is very, very, like, is far away, and, and Misande came from Nath, and they're kind of, uh, they're kind of a place where a lot of slavers come and take their people and make them slaves, and they're kind of defenseless. So they thought the Unsullied, who were former slaves, go back to Nath to protect these people that are defenseless, to protect them from being enslaved. I get it. And this is a wish that Grey Worm and, and, and Misande, I get it. I, get for, I, I, I understand it, and I have no problems with this. They did not take the, the, uh, any of the Thraki along with them. A, because... The, the um all because all these people who are who are who are who are are, are Dothraki hate to sail the seas. They they are very afraid of of crossing the ocean, and it took a lot of convincing for them. It's in their culture that they don't mm. like crossing the ocean. So, so so for them to even do it, so they did not leave in Westeros. There are a foreign invading army now chilling in the Six Kingdoms because now it's not the Seven Kingdom. Now they're in the Six Kingdoms, and Bran understands that. I'm not going to punish these people, these horsemen, these these this other culture that because they helped me gain the the yeah. Iron Throne. What are the Dothraki going to do now? They don't grow crops. They don't settle. They go around, they pillage, they plunder, they kill, they rape, they take everything. And now that the kingdoms are split, the Dothraki are just going to go about and take every like like if you leave them in the north, the Dothraki are gonna come and in, in, into 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 house into 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 the into the house of the Boltons, and they're gonna go into so and so house, and they go and they're gonna rob everything and kill everybody and take all their resources because that's what they do. Yeah. That's what the Dothraki do. So right. so Bran as king, how do you address this situation where you have an invading army sitting in your con in your continent because it's basically a continent? How do you address them because they're still chilling in Westeros? Do you give them a home? Who do you take it from? Maybe we should build a wall. Yeah, and I know, and and the, and, and the Dothraki are Damn, not. they got real. And the, <laughs> yeah, and the Dothraki are not gonna like chill anywhere. No one, no one. They're laughing. gonna keep on being, being like, or like a, an, an army of roaming people that are gonna keep conquesting and, and you know, that's and, what and a, keep conquering. That's things. what the sequel series is gonna be about. And, 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 but I just think, as as a politician, and I say politician loosely because it's a king, right? Like you would think if you're Bran and you see into the future and you see into the past and you have all the kind of, of the wisdom, you would know that having the Dothraki in your in your nation, they're going to pillage and plunder and rape their way across the entire country or, or continent of Westeros and you're not going to be able to stop them. What do you do in this situation? Because they're not going to sail all back to to Asos because they came from Asos. That's another continent. They're not going to go back because they hate to cross the ocean. So what do you do? TBD. TBD. Exactly. But it's a stupid. But it, it's a decision that is stupid. That that Bran would never do that because Bran is wise, and the people in this small council are wise. And let's talk a little bit about that small about the small council. Let's all try and to, and to elect a democratically elected king. 
motherfucker. Do you know that these seven kingdoms have been at war with each other for hundreds well, and I, hundreds and so hundreds of I'm years? I'm going to chime in right away on that. I really think you're think, reading too hard. I think it was a joke on purpose. No, no, no. It was no, a no. purposely placed joke. It was just really, no, no, no. I thought it was funny. What I'm laughing at is that before the episode started, Serge was like... Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like, <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm gonna say, and look at, and I said, I "Don't it's worry, been... it's all gonna come out, and it's coming out." So coming continue. Out. The, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. First of all, a democratically elected king. Okay, first of all, in the history of Westeros, this is not, this has not happened. Why? I don't know. Could I feasibly feel like? Maybe that maybe this world is now is prepared to have a democratically elected king. Yeah, fine, sure. But a democratically elected king and government is not gonna let the north to secede and become its own nation. Why? Because the other of the kingdoms have been at war with each other for hundreds of years. And prior to the conquest of the Targaryens, prior to Aegon's conquest hundreds of years ago, these kingdoms have been at each other's throats. Yeah. Dorne and the Westerlands and the Iron Islands and all these people have been fucking each other up for hundreds of years until Aegon came in and conquered them all. Now that the North is seceded, do you think that the Greyjoys and do you think that the Iron Island, do you think that Dorne is just going to be like, yeah, I'll, we'll let them be independent, but we're still going to be under the rule of Bran. Oh, and by the way, he let his older sister become queen of the North. In no world would that be fine because the rest of the Seven Kingdoms are going to be like, uh, that's messed up. Here's another thing. Here's but another isn't that th their fault for not asking for the independence? Because... Sansa asked for their independence because they were once independent. Who's but it's sloppy. But, but it's sloppy Sansa thinking. Demanded independence. And Bran, I don't know if she asked anybody. Sansa But like anyone else there could have asked. They just didn't think to ask. It's sloppy writing. It's like why the Greyjoys rebel every thirty years, every forty years. All the Greyjoys because listen, if you know, if you know the how, if you know all the words of House Greyjoy, the, the word the words of House Greyjoy is we do not sow. What does that mean? We do not sow. We do not plant crops. We do not grow farms. We pillage. We rape and we plunder and we take everything from others. We pay the iron price. They go and they take other stuff. Now that the North is independent and does not have the resources of the rest of the six kingdoms, they are they are vulnerable and ripe for conquest. The but Iron Islands are gonna fuck the North but I think, up. But I also even, think even, even as free, what makes you think that they're not gonna be trading with the rest of Westeros? Like because they don't the because because the Iron Islands aren't really known for trading. They pay the iron price. They take what is theirs. Now you have two armies. Not not. Now you have the Iron Islands and Dothraki, who are people Pillagers. who are people who are known to be scavengers, who just go around and take everything from people because that's in their culture. And now that everything is all apart and separated, like wait, I, I just think I just think I just think this is sloppy writing in season eight. Well, George okay, Martin would so, never write something right. like this because Bran is point. too smart to allow this to just be to like, just like allow this, this plot hole so, is just yeah. gonna all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna chime in here on this so we're looking at questions that have been created right now and i you can take any serious and i just while serge was talking i literally just came up with a few in my head cool, cool. all right so we're watching sopranos uh tony's under indictment what's gonna happen to him we don't know because that's a question that's the series finale created uh so we're gonna look at 
AJ just got a new job with a production company. I wonder what's going to happen to him. Is he going to work in Hollywood? Is he going to become a movie producer? Is he going to be a bum like he's been for eight seasons? Let's look at Breaking Bad. Is Walter Wright really dead? Oh, what's going to happen to Jesse? He escaped. These are questions that every series for fin- Oh, let's keep going. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. Wait, just- so I'll, I'll, I'll interject here. But the questions you're saying are individual character development plots. What he's saying is the ending of, Glass, of, uh, of Game of Thrones yeah. is supposed to give you a sense of peace throughout all the Seven Kingdoms. The sh- Some, the sh- now but these, what? These, these questions but these sh- mean there's literally no chance but that's for peace what whatsoever. But that's, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like That episode... And his questions are very straight up. Yeah, they're straight up, and they're yeah. they're and they're should be asked. But you can take yeah. any si- because that episode, those questions weren't even something that outside of you, which you know your shit obviously because reading the books. I have not heard anyone brought up. Not those. Up. Not those. And the simple fact like, I is, want, I want to know what happened to the swirly little design that the White Walkers. Yeah, did. I, I, that's so what like, I want to know about. Oh, what does oh, the swirly thing mean? I haven't even started to talk about the White Walkers yet. I haven't even begun. So, but, but, oh, yeah. but now but we're goes, on the topic but, of, of, yeah, of, of. But I'm this, like, so, and I'm so, just another couple this. of series finales that that I can think of right off the bat. Like, you're not a big Bang Theory fan. No, I, not. but the series finale was a solid finale. Yeah. But it goes back. It goes into the. So what happens to Sheldon now that he wants to pull it, sir? What's oh, gonna, the Pulitzer? Yeah, so what's oh, going to happen cool. to Leonard now that Penny's pregnant? Oh. So, like, you have all these questions that are created in series finales. That's fair. Like, I hate Dexter, but Dexter's a fucking lumberjack. You Is he hate gonna... Dexter? The series finale. Oh, the finale, yeah. 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 So Not the series. Dexter's though, but... now a lumberjack. What is he going to do? Is he going to remain a lumberjack? Is he going to go back, back to Miami? Every series finale creates more questions i than- see your point i see your point of of of, of the open-endedness and that's great to have i don't need closure for every everybody's story because is there ever really closure in life as Ooh. you you know there isn't ever a happy ending especially in the series but the decisions that were made were foolish things that would never happen if you're an intelligent leader. If people elected Brand to be leader because he's so wise, then why would somebody so wise let the Dothraki just chill and do everything and allow the North to secede and become its own independent kind of nation when when the rest of the Six Kingdoms are n- are not gonna are not gonna be cool with that. They're not gonna be cool with that. The only reason why why all the seven kingdoms became a united sort of kingdom is because of Aegon's conquest. That was the only reason because he had to conquer them all because they would not get along with each other. Now, the only kingdom in the seven kingdoms that was not conquered was Dorne. Dorne was the only, and this is the reason why Dorne has a different culture, speak in a different way, and they look a different way. They kind of look Hispanic-y, and they have curly hair and darker skin. But there's a reason, because ethnically, they're different. Now, I will get into their culture and their customs and the reason why be, why how Sansa being queen of the North goes against everything that in the books. And and, 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 not, and, and this is not a, a comment to be a sexist, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you about the history of the Seven Kingdoms and the reason why it doesn't make any sense. Because of, in Dorne, historically... They have had. They've come from another continent. They were in Asos, and they came over because of because of the slavery and because of the dragon lords that tried to enslave them. And they came over to to Westeros to start their own thing. And 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 
because of the deserts and because of the of the lay of the land, they were the only kingdom that the, that all the Targaryens were not able to conquer because mm. the, all the dragons could not cross cross all the deserts. The only way that they managed to get Dorne into the seven into the kingdoms is they said, "Listen, you have." All your Martells and your and your and your princess and princesses. Let's try and, and, to, and to get them and Targaryens all together, and, and and let's have them create a union to have babies that are that are, are both Dorn that are, are both are Dornish and Targaryen, oh. so we can kind of unite, so we can annex these kingdoms. It's the only part of the world that was not conquered, but they have in they have an invested interest, like because we now because. Now all the descendants of the Targaryens share in our bloodline. In, in our, 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 our bloodline. Now that the Starks are kings, Dorne has no reason to stay with the six kingdoms because they were never conquered. Yeah, they officially they, they were. were they were all annexed, and they were like, "I'm cool being under your rule because you allow us to keep our culture and our language and 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 our, and our people." And they still have prince and princesses. But now that they no longer have a stake in it because. Because all the Targaryens are basically gone, they're not gonna be chill with just oh, so the North can secede because 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 you have an older sister who's yeah. a Stark, and we're just gonna sit back and and let you guys like be independent, and and we're not gonna do anything about it. No way, bro. These other kingdoms are gonna keep invading each other, and now that the six kingdoms do not are not in the North, and the North are independent. Who is to stop the rest of these kingdoms from going, and especially the Iron Islands, who are pirates, who yeah. will pillage and plunder? Who's going to stop them from going and invading? I'm just saying, it's it, it, it leaves open-ended questions, and I get it, and I'm okay with that, but... These plot holes are things that would not ever happen if 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 you're a, if you're a competent leader and you're a good writer and you understand that you have to take these things into account before you do this kind of stuff. But and isn't, when isn't you this also the expectation though, because from what you mentioned even earlier, is that like the, the you said the Iron Islands rebel every thirty years or something like that. Yeah. So isn't it the expectation that there's never going to be full peace in Westeros and there's always going to be this whole perpetual and as you cycle see the country, back and, and you forth see the and world back today, and there's never it's yeah. it's a revolving and, and door. It is sloppy. It is sloppy it, writing. It is sloppy because there will always be conflict in in all of Westeros and there will always be conflict and all this stuff. But also. The way that the writers have written it up, it's almost like, yay, Bran Stark is the king. Sansa Stark is the queen of the north. By the way, they have tried to have queens of Westeros. They've tried to have Targaryen queens. And, and if, if, if you read A Song of Ice, uh, uh, I'm sorry, if, if you read A World of Ice and Fire, and you will see that in the past hundreds of years, in, in Targaryen rule, they have tried to do queens. They have tried to do queens in other areas that is not Dorne. Dorne is the oh, only shit. area where they have princesses that rule their land because it's in their culture, because they have a lot of 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 leaders who were female who were who were who were, who were very important. And in their culture, it's fine to have a woman leader. But in the rest of the kingdoms, like the North, like all those other kingdoms, they would not abide by having a queen, a female. It's not in their culture. 
all the other houses will, will, will be like, are you serious? We're not going to allow a a, a, like a, 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 a female, a, a yeah. woman to rule us. Not because it's, it's, it's sexist, but also that it's, it's their culture. It's, it's their way of being. They would never allow that to happen. That would only happen in certain areas of the world, like in Dorne. That would only be acceptable there. But here's North and then here's Dorne. They, they, it's, it's, it's not even close. I think Surrey just wrote the sequel series. I, I mean, maybe. And like five I think, I think we need to get Surge to enjoy R.R. Martin in a room together. Yeah. I think. Okay. I mean, he's from Jersey <laughs> he's, too. He's probably taking notes right now. Yeah. He's not from Jersey. No. So we do have to move on. Yeah. We're like Sorry. really on, this, yeah, on yeah. the last season. So I do want to go into the good stuff of it. You know, the, the whole series wasn't. No, as no, no, terrible as no, no, no. It, <laughs> no, look, look. I still think that the show is is phenomenal, and I do yeah. think it will be considered maybe like a top three, top five of, of the greatest shows ever written of it's all in, time. It's in my. I do still think that. It's in my top three. Let's actually. keep talking about the our our, our um our, our our friends who are are Dothraki, and let's talk about 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 the long night and that whole battle. Well, well, get we'll get into that because I do want to move on. From that, we're gonna get into the episodes in a second. Okay. Um, let's just get into some of the pros, the pros of the entire show, oh, not the just show. the season. Oh, okay. Because I did want to. I don't want this episode to just be on just what Bashing. we just. Yeah. So especially since the show was so great, yes. it was. So I'm going to say some of the stuff uh, that I enjoyed in terms of. We'll start with favorite characters, and we don't have to dive into why. We can just dive into that with if we talk about different moments throughout the show yeah. so if we're looking at our favorite characters my top three and you can actually give your say wife what oh thank characters. you wife thank you for allowing me to speak thanks no well. problem <laughs> wow <laughs> no so favorite characters i would have aria as my favorite i think outside of jamie i think she's the best developed character yeah. on that yeah. show yeah. Okay. uh Tyrion is despite Little decisions that he makes in the last two seasons and seven. He does make un-Tyrion like decisions. And those are my two favorite characters on that show. And go ahead, Jen. Do you have any favorite characters? I would say Arya is my favorite. Of course. She's my favorite. I like that we've been able to see her progression from the beginning of the show all throughout. And she got in one of the most awkward sex scenes (laughs) in HBO history. I, Not really. Why was it awkward? Because did, you've seen her true, when she was no, no, little. True no, no. story. Did, did, I legit hear, went to my phone when I was you, watching that How scene, old is Macy and Williams? Like, how old is Macy Williams? Because I do not feel right watching it this It was right the now. most Googled question yeah. of that. Wow. So if we're all asking the same question, it means we yeah. all felt uncomfortable I watching it. I immediately Googled it. I'm like, is yes. this about to happen? I'm and like, it auto-populated. I'm like, how old is Macy Williams? I'm like, wow. Everyone else is asking this question right now. Super assertive female. Arya is definitely, yeah, cool character. I, I. Hey. She was like, I'm about to die. I need to get this um, And she was straight up. She's like, how many women have you been with? <laughs> I mean, venereal disease was very big back then. So it's important <laughs> in, to in, know. <laughs> I guess if she, oh if my she Lord. figured she well, we don't know if it live, existed right? in Westeros, to be honest. What if she was going to get killed by something else? Like gonorrhea or I don't know. Anyone else? Or just? Uh, well, she's my favorite. I would say, yeah, she's my favorite. Sansa, and I grew to really Sansa like Sansa. Sansa's still always annoying. Actually, Sansa developed. Really like Sansa yeah, towards yeah. the end. Uh, she got better, but she mm-hmm. was still kind of. Surge. I'm a fan of Theon Greyjoy and Jamie Lannister because I love, Dope. I love gray characters. Uh, ironically, Greyjoy, right? His name. Yeah, I'll say Greyworm Grey too. Then Greyworm, yeah. <laughs> like these characters that you first have this impression, like especially Sam. Uh, yeah oh, yeah sam. sam is cool love sam i like theon because he went from sort of a character that is kind of like a scummy dude but he's sort of on the good side because he's with the starks to going from 
going to see his father, who we know had rebelled against the Starks and yeah. and, uh, and 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 the kingdom, and he wants to prove himself because he grew up around all the Starks, and he so he never felt like he belonged. So he wants to prove to his birth. Uh, his his family that he's that he's worthy, and did some fucked up shit that he regrets, and then he pays the price. He gets tortured. He gets humiliated. He gets dehumanized until the point where he's he's a, he's an animal, and then slowly he 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 pays the price for his treachery. I like, and he moves himself up, and he redeems himself, and then at the end, when Brand says like like you are my brother. And like you, like like it. Basically, yeah. you have redeemed. Like he, through his actions, he's redeemed himself. And it doesn't take away the fact that he's done wrong things in his life, but mm. it also shows you that nobody is truly a villain or a hero. And to to be oh, wow. a char- to good. be in Game of Thrones, this is why Eddard Stark got killed. In the first, he got killed so early, is because he was a pure good character. Yeah. You can't no survive in the world if you're that pure good. Yeah. You can't be pure good and do and, and and go far. You have to be people like Theon Greyjoy. You have to be like Jamie Lannister. You have to be like the uh, uh, and Daenerys. You have to be that gray area where you have to you, you have to be good, but also screw some people over if you want to mm. go up on the ladder. And that's why I like Theon because it's like. He did bad, then he did good, then he kind of, then he, then he's, you know, still weak, but then eventually he redeemed himself. And and in his death scene, he went out like a hero. And I also like like a complete hero. I like the full 360 on it because at the end of the day, he died protecting the people he originally betrayed. Yes. So I thought that was really a a great end to his story. It, uh, It was ultimately, it was who was his family? Yeah. Being a great joy and being, because, because, in, in the books, it describes that the, how the Greyjoys had rebelled against the kingdom, and as a punishment, they took um, they 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 um they they um had Theon yeah as a captive to the Starks, but because Ed's like a prisoner, be- kinda, but not really. But Eddard Stark is such a nice dude that he was like, I'm not gonna treat him like a slave or like a, a bad guy. Too, right? he, I'm gonna treat him as if he's like a son of mine. Yeah. So he grew up around his around Stark kids as if he were his family. So when he returned in season two. To see his birth dad, his birth dad is like you're not even like like yeah. like 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 in that scene that he has on all the jewelry. His dad asked him, "Have you paid the iron price for that jewelry, or did you pay the gold price?" And he basically saying like you've forgotten your heritage. Yeah, you did not. He bought that jewelry. He didn't steal it. He's lost his culture. He's lost his way. So Theon, we, now he's like, I need to, I need to earn the honor and trust of my family, my and that's fake, why yeah. he did the things that he did. But then eventually, throughout the seasons, he learns his real family is are the Starks, and that, and and then he dies, in in in, in like in defense of the Starks, and that's why he's buried in the crypts in Winterfell, because even though he's not. A Stark, in a way, he is because he 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 he's like their family. So I thought, like I thought, the way that season A handled his arc and his story and the way it ends was beautiful. Like I loved it. So for me, my favorite human characters you're gonna say would be Jamie Lannister, okay, and uh, and Tormund, Tormund uh, Giant Spain. He's a a man. Uh, And then the two characters, shout out to I geek out every time I saw them on screen. Ghost and Drogon. Oh, okay. I think those two, like, yeah. And, uh, 
something we're going to move on to some other good moments now. Something that I think none of us have talked about in Danny's turn was that moment where um, Theon returns to Winterfell and he sees Sansa and they give each other this embrace uh, of like yeah. this is love, the embrace yeah. that they love each other. And then the camera point, you know me, I like look at every yeah, detail. Sure. The camera just immediately goes away from them and points at Danny's face. Like, I feel what I got from that is like, why can't I have this? Yes. Yep. And that, because yep. it was like pure love. It was just like affection, like caring. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Danny knows what Theon has done to the Starks. Yeah. And the fact that she, uh, Sansa just accepts him. Yeah. It shows also love and also forgiveness. Absolutely. And the one thing that Danny has never really ever done. Yep. And I think right. that really adds to her turning. And I just thought of it right now while you were talking about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why haven't we talked about that? Mm-hmm. That's another little moment but in again, the season that you're like. If we would have that- capitalized on these little things and actually found them like coming together, they would have made the heel turn that much more like, oh, yeah, this is it would make anyone go crazy. So next thing I do want to talk about is our favorite moments on the show. I have five. I don't want because we could go through through these like forever. Um Night number five is more on the. I'm fucking glad he's dead. Is uh the death of Ramsey Bolton? Boo. Oh yeah, I he's like still Ramsey. not my worst character on the show, despite what Jenny and I have debated. Oh this. no, I think like, he's the worst character. I think on the yeah. show. Joffrey yeah. is yeah. like, Joff- oh my Joffrey's god, Joffrey's worse than Joffrey's Ramsey. way worse, I think, than Ramsey. You don't agree with I us? I see it in your face. Um, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey's they're both pretty, scumbags. He's I'll no, say, but Ramsey's like a sick. Individual. I mean, he cut Theon's dick off. He did. He castrates and more him. Than that. He, he tortures oh, yeah. people. And he rapes Sansa. He raped her. Like he got what he deserved. Like well, the death he, he yeah, got yeah, should have been the death that Cersei got. Yes. Yeah. She died under a pile of bricks with the same person she came into this world yeah, with. Holding the person she loves. She got she you know got what the funny thing is? We never I never got to comment on I'm glad you mentioned that. Her ending. You were talking she about Jamie fine. before? Yeah. And you're like, you can't get rid of addiction. You mentioned that before. Yeah. It was kind of like addiction. So yeah. I rem- and I remember all the way back to the pilot where he pushed him. He's like, the things we do for love. Yeah. And he dies. The things we do for love. He just goes back to her and just forgets about I, everything. I understand the reason why he went to Cersei, but the death scene was so Hollywood. Oh, it was stupid. So I, I, I'm with you. And they're stupid. holding each other. They're embracing each other as the building falls on them. And oh, funny. And it's like, and, and, and it's like, is this really how they're going to go out, dude? Funny story that you mentioned that. If they would have moved like 10 steps to the right, they would have lived. Because yeah. in the yep. series finale, oh, yeah, there's like no rocks on that side. All right, but keep going. <laughs> keep going. Speaking of Cersei, my number four favorite moment on the show is actually Cer- uh, Cersei's uh, rise in season six. Uh, which is one of my favorite episodes, The Winds of Winter, mm-hmm. where she destroys. Uh, oh my God, what's the queen's name? Marjorie? Yeah. When she kills everyone there. Yeah. And it's pretty much her revenge on everything that happened to her. And she pretty much doing that pretty much kills her son, despite the fact that Tom and. Sh- offs himself and jumps off the building yeah. because of what happens to his wife. You're right. I think See, that's fantastic. But then, and that, also the score to that, that scene is ooh. phenomenal. But then I understand Cersei's turn and it's not so much a turn she's but she's always been yeah, a little bit out there herself. but she's been more calculating in her approach of 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 this like her father like 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 her like her dad who was she was very calculating and when she lost all her children she lost her shit and became kind of chaotic so i i get i understand the her the progress of her character and daenerys i feel like 
it was rushed. No, it I was know. Like it was very that rushed. Goes back that, that's a good moment, though. That's a good moment. And I think, too, what makes it more badass for me is that I actually wrote this in my notes. Like, she's watching her enemies burn from a distance, just doing what she always does, smirking and drinking her wine. Yeah. Drinking the wine. I thought I, I like yeah. that as well. My number three is subtle moment. And I, I, while Jenny was catching up, when she told me she was up to there, I'm like, ah, yes. When Olena Ty- Tyrell reveals to Jamie that she's the one that killed joffrey well, was so it was bad. such a fuck and she yeah. knew she was gonna die she was she's like i want cersei to know that i'm it the one me. that did it i was like such oh. a badass and i loved as her character i, I love that character great. yeah she's great i will say as far as like female characters she's one of the best on game of thrones like they've had i think it's been a tv show that has had consistently uh strong mm-hmm. yeah. driven ambitious empowered characters also, to a degree you're not gonna be like one of those that are complaining that oh, no, women were um, represented well on the show I was like I think, so irked by I think that. especially for the fact that like given the setting, the environment that they're in for them to be so empowered in how they are or how like even it's just subtle like in the behind mm-hmm. the scenes where they're not it's not outright or someone yeah might be demanding of them but then in the end they know how to turn their way mm. or It's believable mm-hmm. and, 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 and like I like I like Arya and Sansa and how almost opposite they are but they still are very kind of strong and strong, powerful yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Where where like Arya kind of became like a swordsman, assassin, sort of trained, and she became great at that. And and Sansa became like her mom in a way. Yeah. Where she was sort of like going up the ranks like in like in like in like in 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 like like in, in terms of like her like as as like um trying to trying to find that word where like in power, like in terms of like her she being earned, a Stark, so earning gotcha. earning her way up the ladder and, and and using her power to kind of, of to manipulate those around her. So like her her like her her killing her killing of Littlefinger. Oh, you took oh. my next like oh, like, like talk this about like this like it was masterful, yeah. fucking Fantastic. masterful, Fantastic. calculating and just that. That was actually an honorable mention. Ruthless. I forgot to mention yeah. the whole Ruthless. killing her and Arya plotting the way they got yep. to Littlefinger because yeah. I fucking. Hate, hate Littlefinger, him. but then everything that he did—I don't know if I hated Littlefinger. I, I didn't hate him because he was—he—he he was also—he was very cold and calculating, and he was like the same as Varys, but he was more. I like Varys. The thing I like Varys I like too, Varys but actually. but where 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 is, is um in Varys, sir, his he would do things to serve the mm-hmm. kingdom, and and. Littlefinger would do things to serve himself, to serve himself, yeah. and that was the difference between those two characters. And, and so I, I, I like, I like how Sansa and Arya kind of handled him. Yeah. It, it, it was very, yeah. very yeah, like, oh, like that makes sense. Like I get it. And then my number two favorite moment on the show yeah. goes back to a moment that no one expected, no one saw coming, Please but everyone, but everyone loved the purple wedding because right. I don't think anyone purple? ever, I, no one saw in episode two. Of uh, what I think is the best season on the series, mm-hmm. season four, they're going to be like, bye, Joffrey. I think it was beautifully done. And in a moment nice. that where we were at a time where we, the internet and everyone loved everything about Game of Thrones, that they didn't complain about this moment coming out of nowhere. Because no one's going to tell me that this was that this right. came and this was led up to Joffrey dying. No one saw that coming. Well, I mean, I read, I read the book. So no, you know what I knew it was coming. Except for people like, that yeah, read. You know what I mean. Coming. So yeah. in, <laughs> term, in terms of developing the show, you're, you're in episode two to the second of the fourth yeah, season, yeah, yeah. and you're like, you're going to kill your villain? Yeah. I immediately was watching that. When I was watching that episode, I'm like, 
oh, so you just killed your main villain. Where do you go from here? Like, yep. who's going to take that man? And obviously, Ramsey came in and took it full throttle. But it was beautiful because it's like, <laughs> Ramsey took you it lost, <laughs> like, they got, they, they had killed him and Marcella and, um, and the other boy, all, all three kids of, of Cersei, like, all her children are dead. And now she doesn't have anything, so I made her even. And then, and then, and 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 then, like her walk of shame and all of that. Yeah, like yeah. this, this is how you push a character over the edge. Yeah, this is how gradually, you push yes. gradually. Like, like how they said in like in the show, chaos is a ladder. Like, right? Isn't that a wow. quote? Chaos is a ladder. You don't just auto like if you're Daenerys, you don't just and just kill all of King's Landing. But we're talking about good moments right now. We're like, not going back to that. Yeah, chaos right now. is a ladder. It's uh, and her descent to madness was gradual, and that's why and I it liked it. it. That's why I thing. appreciated it. Well, no, but it, like, what what makes? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. So what makes a moment that no one expected, that no one had built to? Because I can I can imagine if this particular death happened in season eight. And you take this exact same episode and you put it in this season. Yep. People would be bitching. Oh well, we weren't. No one led to Joffrey's death. There was no plan built. You're it right. just fucking happened. You're right. There. But what's the difference? It's all about placement yes. of where you put certain episodes. Yes. This episode was put during when the social media praise of Game of Thrones. That Danny turn was put in the last episode before the series finale. When everyone had it was the cool thing to bitch about Game of Thrones and complain about decisions that were made. What makes? And I'm asking you, mm-hmm. what makes this decision? on the show eliminate the books right now we're yeah, not talking okay, about books okay, okay what makes this decision on the show a moment that happened early on in the season with no expectation with no no one saw it coming different when danny turning where there have been subtle hints throughout yes. eight seasons what makes this so different where this one had less build for here's we a, wanted him dead here's the difference because a joffrey he was he was an he was a king who was illegitimate, and the reason why all of the all of what, the was he sorry to get yeah, rid of the book. was yeah. he 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 became was he he was heir though right he was the product he, of 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 Jamie and Cersei having a child and this all three and the, of them were all three of them were yeah. and yeah. and this is part of the reason why Stannis and 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 and, and all these people all, all all of them all went to war with each other because they all knew that because a, a Joffrey was not a legitimate king okay. everybody hated him he was a piece of shit Absolutely. he was cruel and even the people around him who 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 and even all like the the, the you know his queen we married and all these other things everybody hated this guy they wanted him gone oh, I agree. because okay. they knew he was corrupt and he was but almost evil and irredeemable so anybody who was even in the inner circle they wanted him gone how are you going to take a guy out who who, who is like that that you're going to try and to poison him and you're going to try to frame a Tyrion because who else are you going to frame no, it that, would be very obvious that's fine the poisoning of it was yeah. a great idea it was more on the <laughs> There, I don't have a problem with this because yeah. I like that it came out of yes. nowhere. But the they, the same things people were complaining about Danny's turn. No one's complaining about how well. How come there wasn't no there was no behind the scenes of talking about poisoning? Because because, because in Danny's turn was she went from I want to go against the evil bad guys who are who are who are who are are the Lannisters and the great and, and the Greyjoys and all these people at King's Landing. And let's go against them and let's defeat them. Yay, we won. We win. Everything else is done. 
Then when she has King's Landing, then she kills everybody. Why? 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 Why do that? Why do that? She, it was like it was like an instant heel turn. She doesn't like the sound of bells. It, 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 well, it's it's Imagine dumb. That's the whole it thing. legit. That's when she that's like she went thing. nuts when she heard the bells. It was an instant turn, and it's like he, here we have a character that throughout the show, throughout the season, throughout the books, has conquered a whole bunch of different towns and cities in another continent, and in like Asos and Karth and Marine mm. and all these other places. And when she took power. She put people, underlings, in power to keep the peace in the town so that slavers don't become more powerful, so that people aren't exploited. And, and, and she is basically like, I come to save and to liberate these people from oppression. Okay. And I put people in power to prevent this from happening. And, and then she leaves. Why didn't she continue doing the same thing in King's Landing and in Westeros? Instead of doing that, she straight up said, I'm killing Everybody, people that had no input into the corruption that all the Lannisters have done, and that and that all this stuff, like her her turn, it was so it was so instant, it was abrupt and very strange, and 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 it was almost out of character. And if you're going to make her a Mad Queen, I see the potential for her to become the Mad Queen, but there has to be a like a slow kind of like like a build up yeah. for it that yeah. and it didn't happen. It was it, it 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 was like we saved the world against the Night King. We saved the world by 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 um by um trying to kill every um all the Lannisters. Now what? Now I want to cleanse the world of that and let's go kill everybody. And and it's like that's not in her character. <laughs> I, what's your number Surge's one moment? What's my number one moment? Thank you, Leah. <laughs> Thank you. Leah. So my number one moment. I hope I hope Sir doesn't get mad at this, but it's just because I love. She's my favorite character, and I just. I know that the White Walkers are just hanging out there. How did she come out of nowhere? But her killing the Night King. And oh, the I, Arya. I posted a video of this when it reminded me of moments where people just stopped trying to fucking dissect everything and just enjoy the moment. It was crowds, different crowds, just watching that episode and seeing Arya kill oh, the yeah, Night yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. And everyone just fucking going in crazy. I... That's my favorite moment. I loved it. Oh, that's a good first. Fucking that's a good moved moment. It. I did not. I did not like it. I figured. Arya, <laughs> not shot. Listen. So you're telling me that Arya spent all these years training in and trying training in Bravos and all these other countries to become like a like a, a, a um, face swapping a face swapping person and ninja. We can assume it's not on the screen, but we can assume that the way she got closer to the night king is by changing her face and getting closer and then eventually stabbing you know but uh, but like we see her leap tree hopping. 80 feet in the air and just freaking stab some dude and then the entire bro we have the night yeah, king but she leaped he caught her and then she just dropped the knife and used the other hand yeah i mean it's not like she went like she started to and then he dropped so you so this guy with with, with who's like who, this guy who's a super villain pretty much who can withstand dragon fire <laughs> this super powerful dude is not gonna it's not gonna if you see a girl flying at you 80 feet in the air and you choke her, you're not going to take a look down and see, oh, she has a Valyrian steel blade. I might want to dodge that 
He didn't realize. Uh, I think it's just being it. in that moment. Why would you not realize, realize it? Because, because he's a super villain and he underestimated. He underestimated. He also probably just sees like this little chick coming at him, like a girl. Same thing with like, Liana Mormont. The same way yeah. with Liana. Yeah, 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 they didn't yeah. expect. He, yeah, she didn't underestimate she Liana and she killed ass. the giant. Yeah, and that's a that's a great death. I like that death a lot. The giant though. And I love that she's like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna fight with my people. Like, she. I think she might be my favorite. I think Arya's the easy one but I think Liana she's Mormont a, as she's far a low key favorite yeah, yeah I like jeez man she's such a badass and and here's here's the other thing here's the other thing that really really, really remember really, we are really, talking really, about really, a show really that has me. fucking dragons here's the so other let's thing we can suspend really, disbelief yes, a little bit correct here's the other thing that really had bothered me throughout the entire show throughout all the books we get an understanding as to why why Evil is the way that it is. How how evil how how it manifests itself and the reasons why these things come about. We understand Jamie and the reason why he becomes the way that he is. And we look at Theon and the way that he does the things that he does. The Night King and the White and 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 and, and his zombie horde of of of, of countless people are these two-dimensional kind of bad guys that come out of nowhere and they're invading and there's why are they doing this? But there's that's, no premise. That's, there's that's, no reason. But that's the difference. That's the difference between having eleven to twelve hundred pages to write a book, and you have a television show. It's a different. You got to differentiate. You can't explain every fucking why he's taking a shit. Why the no, White right. Walkers do what they do. Yeah. You have to like. You have to t- because then it becomes a very boring show but it's not very boring to because some, all because all of the rest of the show it's been very nuanced no, and very detailed if you're trying it's detailed but they do leave a lot of stuff out from research i've done from the books and yeah. to the show because it goes to the, like why do i love perfect this and this is a actually perfect example because we got to cut this one short um a perfect parallel to game of thrones is lord of the rings I okay. have never yes. read okay. Lord of the Rings. I have and, not either. And to be honest, I will never read Lord of the Rings. I'm just not a reader. I'm more, I watch film and mm. that's just what I do. Whatever. Lord of the Rings to me is a perfect trilogy. And what did they do? They left a lot of shit out of the books. Mm-hmm. But you watch those three movies back to back to back. It is a perfectly told story mm-hmm. despite that they don't answer every fucking question you may mm-hmm. have. Okay. Like, why does Aragon become king? But what, what, why? They answer it a little bit. But you're not getting a full two-hour explanation as to why Aragon be- needs to be king or okay, whatever. Okay, so then, so then, answer me this question then: okay. If, if, if the Night King and uh, and the others or White Walkers, yeah. as they call them on the show, if if they are this undead army of millions of unco- uh, of untold people, and and, and they and we don't understand their premise, all we know is that they're bad and they're evil and they want to invade everything. We don't know why. We don't know what. We don't understand the reason. All we know is that they're invading. There, and, and there's no explanation behind why they are doing this. Okay. Now, the last episode, John uh, series finale. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. John is sent to the wall. Why? No what? First of all, there's no I wall. They, didn't they rebuild the wall? That's but, a quick based, based on that my scene, friend. No, but you see what? But you see them walking out of the okay. gate. Like, okay. Number two. Did. Number two. Why are they building the wall when there are no more White Walkers? I don't know. There That's, is no point. The wildlings are now are now are Peaceful. understood to be that yeah. they're just a regular people. So. If there well, was no, a wall, but can't the White Walkers come back? They could come back, but and, so and, don't you want to be prepared? Can they come back? They, I mean, they they Anything always come back. Possible. They they always come back, and it's not the first time that they have come. And 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 
in the books it says like 800 years ago a thousand years ago they had invaded and and azora azora high who whoever mm. is is the hero who was promised or whatever who took them out and it's happened before it's going to happen again but like who were they led by it was like the, the, the night king as well or was it so another leader of the white walkers it was like it it, it was just it, it's kind of unclear because it's oh, all told through like it's all told like in legends but but it's also like it that. was a hero the prince that was promised huh and 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 they stopped that invasion Got so it. Got i'm it. not surprised if they ever come back again but why are they coming back that was never explained and and it's not that I need it to be explained because mm-hmm. I like questions, but also every bad guy like Jamie, like Theon, like like Cersei, we get to understand why Tywin. We get to know their motivations. Fuck why Tywin. don't we get to understand all the motivations <laughs> of the White Walkers? They're just they're just the zombies from like in The Walking Dead. Walking they're Dead, just yeah. Rah, and, and there's trash. yeah, and and, and 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 there's no understanding as to why they do the things that they do. Now I understand that it was briefly talked about in the show that it's the it's the children of the forest. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yes, yes. Who created them? When I understand from reading the books that the children of the forest and the first men and humans had a lot, a lot of beef, and the yes. reasons how, and the and the way that the children of the forest can fight back is creating the white, it's creating the others or the, or the, or the, or the white, white walkers, or, yeah. creating them. I get it, but but is there? Are they autonomous? Is the Night King? Does he have a plan? Is there a reason for the invasion? Can we understand a little bit about the motives? We got nothing of that in season eight. We didn't get anything. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Season Serge, seven. I love you, but we gotta. Hold on. We got. Let me go back really quick. My yeah. favorite scenes. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Battle of the we Bastards. We have time. We have time. Yes, amazing. Battle of the Bastards. Loved it. I what think the scenes? Whole favorite scene would be the infamous because episodes we're definitely gonna get into the right arrow. now. When um when Ramsey throws up the arrow oh, and yeah. uh, you see, um, that's a great that's beautifully shot. It's so beautiful, beautifully shot. Um, honestly, it's funny because I thought you were gonna say this scene the way you prefaced it, yeah. saying that the placement of the of the moment was so like you didn't expect it. Yeah, the beheading of uh, of Ned. Oh, Stark. Ned Stark. That's what started like, everything. Exactly. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, I'm like, what kind of show Joe is, is this? this? Yeah, I remember that. Like that shock factor, and I think that's where Game of Thrones kind of went downhill a little. Was that that shock factor changed for me what TV I, usually is? I think Game of Thrones. Before you continue, yeah. is a show that broke every television yes. rule. Yes, absolutely. That I'm trying to think how to word this appropriately. It's one of the shows that does everything that sh- TV shows should never do. Yeah. Or every rule that you thought you had to abide by. They like, didn't. Like, br- no, never mind. It is. It was a complete. It was almost like a paradigm shift in the way that we see, because we always assume, oh, he's the hero. He's gonna make it somehow. Yeah. He's gonna he's he's gonna slide through and he's gonna make yep. it. And nope, he gets murked Nothing. and murked early. And then people were like, well, what? surely he's gonna come back. And nope, no. that dude. And Loved it's beautiful it. because this was at this point the only character that was pure good. Yes. Pure good, well, he's pure honor, but the purely honorable honorable guy yep. gets murked real fast. Um, the Red Viper versus Mountain oh, fight. Oh, beautiful. Because yes. the beautiful. whole fight, man, I'm you're actually, just seeing Viper go in. I'm actually going to, because the next thing we're going to talk about is our saddest moments on the show, and that's actually on okay. my list. Yeah. Um, I think that for me, Oberyn. those... those Serge, I know you've been shitting on the show the whole Over episode. Is, is do you have any? Character. Do you have any good, good moments, moments on the show that you like? Uh, on the show yeah. or on season eight? What, the show. I th- 
Serge, we've gave him up season eight a long time ago. Oh, I'm still not done talking about like anything in season eight. I'm not <laughs> done trashing this whole season. No, we don't I'm have time done. for that. Think, we don't have time to come. Thoughts. We, happy thoughts. We're gonna continue. We can continue on a sidebar episode yeah. with yeah. just Serge. Okay, no, no, oh, uh, that'd be so cool. Here's another. I, I mean, the bashing. Yeah. I mean, everything in, in, in Game of Thrones, it, a, a lot of scenes, a lot of things there are beautiful. There you go. No, 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 no. no, no. I don't, like, I'm not a hater of Game no, of Thrones. No, I know that. I'm I know. A, I know. I'm a huge fan, but this is why I'm so angry about season eight, because it's it's it, like it, it's very obvious that the same person who wrote the books is not the people who wrote this whole whole season. And you can tell because of the drop of quality of 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 the contents of what is going on that's why i'm upset but it, but if you go from from the first season to season number 7ish you can tell it, it's 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 amazing it's beautiful everything about it makes a lot of sense um yeah. there's a lot of scenes man there's a lot of great scenes i love the scene when um the um Eamon, who's uh, who was the old man um, who was the sort of guy in the in the knights and in, in, in the knights kind of in the watch that he's like this old man and he's dying because he's a, a, like he's like an old man. Oh, I think. And then about. and then he goes to Jon Snow and he says, "I had a dream that I was old." And if you read the books and you know the history and you know the things that he's gone through, it's a very emotional scene because they actually wrote a spinoff. Um, uh, uh, a few novels of that same character as a little boy, as younger, oh, and wow. he's because because he's demented and he's getting old. He's having a hallucination. It's not a hallucination. He thinks he, he is young. He thinks he's young and he's having a hallucination that he's an old man. Oh, dude, that and he's saying and he's saying, "I had a dream that I was old." <sighs> and this is kind of the last kind of things that he says, and then he dies, and it's almost like, "Yo, like that's a nice scene." He died thinking. He was young. He was young again, and he was smiling and happy. And it it, it harkens a, a little bit, a little back to how I felt about the and another spoiler alert of Avengers, where uh, how how Captain America comes back, but he never goes through time. He, he spends his whole life just living it out. Yeah, and he lived his whole life, and he's like, like he's sort of like this old man now. Who is happy and fulfilled, and he's I'm surprised happy. you're not mad that they didn't explain that. And, and, and Don't ruin this. No, right? I'm just joking. We're, we're, we're I'm just riding joking. a really positive <laughs> wave right now. I'm not being a total Don't hater. Don't look at the T-Rex. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Don't move. I'm gonna look down. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, like there, there, there are a lot of things in Game of Thrones that are spectacular, All amazing. Right. So, Jenny, do you have man. any f- good f- moments you want to talk about, or not really right now? I'm still very underwhelmed by this finale. We're not talking about. Oh, the f- how did this happen? So- we we got Surge <laughs> to focus, and now you're. Fo- and now Jenny's bringing it right back. Remember when I started the episode and I said we're going to talk about the great yes moments yes, about yes. the show. I, anyone that hears this is going to be like, I don't know why I'm going to watch this show. I think, I think Leo and Dave are the only ones that <laughs> like the show. No. no, no. Anyway, I'm very underwhelmed by this. <laughs> as Jen goes back no, to me, I, think, I so, think it's best to keep it real. No, man. but it's best like, to keep it real. I, I feel like I don't feel like I wasted my time. I don't feel like how like right. people are like angry and like oh my god because I want to create a petition because we didn't I, get what we yo, want. This petition yeah. shit is getting Shut out of here. Fuck off, Mark. Here's I'm not totally against petitions because I think they make a difference. They for don't certain, work. Hold on, for certain shows, you're not letting me speak. Oh. Let your speak. wife hey. speak. Hey, that's wifey now. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Like. 
petitions help save certain shows. So, like, for example, Lucifer got canceled mm, by true, Fox, true, true. and a petition came out, and they were able to save it. They were able to save Nashville for, yes. like, two more seasons for the fans that mm. cared, including my mother. And then, oh. you know, like, it. sometimes they do good, but then sometimes they're just really shitty petitions, and it is what it is. Overall, I think the series was fantastic. Mm. There were favorite moments. Any like anything female empowered were my favorite moments. Essentially, duh. Uh, Melisandre is probably my favorite moments too. Uh, which Melisandre? Which one? Just anytime. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. Anytime, anytime she was on she screen was on. or naked on screen. Yeah. I mean, you said it, not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I love so, how. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I I so enjoyed when she came back and Davos was like about to kill her, and, oh, yes. and she basically like I'm not gonna make it through the day anyway. So don't you, worry, you're not gonna have to kill me. <laughs> I'm already dead. And like she knew, she knew she was not gonna make it, and that was very powerful because it's like she's in control of her destiny. She knows she's gonna die, she and she's brave, and she's just gonna yeah. go ahead. And done, and she's done. And like I thought, like that was very like that was ballsy. Like that because was like that was cool. That that's why she needed to yep, be here she needed yeah. to stay until this part do what she did and then it was just her time to go but there were a and lot I think of she was ready to go moments. because it was a lonely i'm sure she was extremely lonely yeah no one left really because no. she's so old no. so and you know so at that point it's like but she knew this was her purpose all right so anyway yeah can i make another complaint another small complaint but please please overall, okay sure go so, for it so, season seven they go to like a mine of dragon glass. There's a whole dragon glass mine. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, these yeah. are the things that are going to kill the all, all the White Walkers. They never address it again. Nobody uses dragon glass. No, didn't, and it, didn't, like, uh, didn't the kid uh, that uh, Arya messed around with, didn't he yeah. make weapons out of he was yeah. making oh, He was making, they addressed the They, they, yeah, they were all making the weapons. But like, they want them. Did you want scenes of them actually making the weapons? Or using they them. They did. They did during the war. Barely. Barely. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. They were overrun so quickly. About the long night. Why would you send uh, your horsemen? Yes, that's a dumb move. First, one hundred percent. Why would you do this? You send your you send your infantry first, then you send your cavalry. It's true. Why would you send all your Dothraki first and then you send the? It makes no sense because if you're they a matter because less. We, because they we, have no we, families, right? Essentially, they have families, but like. But not. I wouldn't the, even have charged. I don't. I, I think just wait it out and wait it out. Yeah, wait it out. Hand up. I think. Because is it a complaint or is it something pro? Po- pro. Then you can't I, speak. No. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're not allowed to speak. <laughs> so I think about I, the season. I only think they did that because it one of the most beautiful shots of the show. Yeah, well, yeah. And it, it looks, looks fucking so cool. gorgeous. Yes. So let's just move on because we definitely gotta move on to our next episode. Um, saddest moments in the show. I'm just gonna run them quick, and if you guys okay. have anything different, chime in. Uh, number five goes back to what you were saying, Leo, and I know Jen. Things this is sad. The explosion of Ober Martell's head. Oh my um, lord, bro! I read that in in the book, and I was like, "Oh hell no!" And then I went back and read it again. So it's one of the I, it was uh, so, cute. so it's one of the season that season specifically one of the coolest characters on the show. Yes. and the fact that it showed like he had victory in his he hand, did. and it's the his arrogance got the it's best of him. And then, but in a way, he still won, didn't he? Because he did kill he the did mountain. Kill the mountain. And he and did. Zombie he, mountain he comes. He poisoned him. He and, be, and he specifically did his his poison so that it can be as painful as, po- yeah. as possible. He wanted to cause him pain because because he killed like his little because he said like he he killed his sister. He killed his yeah, family. So I'm here cool. to kill you. So he poisoned him. And even though Oberyn died, he still caused immense pain, pain in the yeah. mountain and killed him. But we didn't expect him to come back as a zombie. 
Oh, that's another moment I did like the mountain versus the hound. I thought that was that was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Glagain Bowl. People call it Glagain Bowl. Glagain Bowl. So my number four actually goes into um, one of my favorite episodes too. Is a Chase testimony when uh, yeah. Tyrion demands trial by combat because yes, you can see Tyrion's face. To his, his like he lost the yeah. person he loved. Like she doesn't care. She betrayed mm-hmm. him without even thinking twice. That was I, awesome. I, uh, number three is I think Jenny would agree, and I never pronounce her name right. Egret's death. Oh, nice. And then her final mm. line before she dies is she tells Jon Snow that he knows nothing. That's pretty sad. No? He does know nothing. He does. <laughs> he continues Num- to know nothing for no- all of these Number seasons. two that is... That was uh, the theme of the show. Number two is the Red Wedding. The oh, Red, Red Wedding. Red yeah. Everybody was like, what? So all these four that I've mentioned were sad, but they did not make me ball like a fucking like, baby. Ooh. My number one, and I, you guys will disagree, it's... I don't care. I just like to this day. Oh, it's, I, can't, I, I can't disagree that it's not your favorite. I, no, no, no. I'm talking about like me crying. And I don't know if you guys did. Yeah. But my number one saddest moment on the fucking show is Hordor's death. Oh, and yeah. that dude. Yes. Yeah. Destroyed okay. me. Yep. Because he, he he didn't deserve to die like that. You know what I mean? He didn't deserve to die, period, man. He was just trying to help fucking Brand just fucking well, walk yeah, around. He had to die. Like, like he Cirque had to said, save he the was king. pure good, yeah. though. Pure oh, he good was just, is. He was probably outside of Ned, probably the most. Yeah. Until that point, the most yeah. purious good and Sam. Sam's yeah. the only pure good one that really. Here's, did here's a fact I don't know if we knew that that actor is a DJ. Yeah. He's a huge DJ. He's Ooh, a, he's a yeah. big yeah. DJ. Yeah. And he tours. He Yo. tours. No, yeah. he's coming to Jersey. He's, he's coming oh, to AC in Serge May. Going May thirtieth. Are gonna, you guys down, bro? Serge is gonna, <laughs> I'm so down. Serge is gonna go in there with a book of complaints, and he's yeah. like, no. "I want to speak to you about my complaints." Can we talk? Of I know you Where died. Everyone but. there is gonna have a door on their back. We could fist pump with blades of dragons. So that goes back to the score of the show going playing such a really great uh impact on this scene too and just a review of hordor's origin and him just saying hold the door and then this episode ending with hordor mm-hmm. done here's the here's the one thing that i want to speculate on and, and and i don't feel great about but here's the thing we know that the author has two more other novels that are left in the story if we yeah two more that he says that and 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 if if the novel that is coming out covers everything up until the invasion of the way of the of the of the of the others or or, or of of the, of the White Walkers, every time he says others, I think lost. No, yeah, and that's, <laughs> no, and that's the reason that they changed it from the others oh, to the other name nice. is because the others it was already taken, but in the books they're all known as the others. others. Um. If the if that novel ends on on the victory against the uh, against the others or or, or or the zombie army and the night king, then that means that his final book, that is a dream of spring, the final novel oh, will be based on just two episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and it goes back to what we all said. It's rushed, and it, and he still says he has like three thousand pages he still has to write. So if 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 the novel that is coming up now covers everything up until that invasion of the of of of, of these of, of the zombies on Winterfell and the victory on that, so so that means that there are two more episodes that are left that he needs to cover in how many th- how many thousands of pages. So I don't think the ending of the books will be like the ending of the show at no, all. I think all, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. 
100 percent. Well, ne- well, we'll never find out. So well, we will because he's. I mean, <laughs> he's not gonna listen. He's gonna be in, in, in his 90s on Let his deathbed. It's gonna be a gentleman's bet right here, dude. He hasn't written bet. the book. The show started with these five already done. He hasn't written one since this, in the eight years well, the he, show no, was he done. He actually st- um, started it with four of them completed, and okay. then it's like around season four or five, he wrote another one, and we've been waiting ever since. Damn. So, do you guys have any other sad moments on the show, or? Damn, I'm sad that, that it's door. over, man. It's just the whole thing that it's sad it's over. Yeah, I mean it was a good it was a great show. Like it's funny cuz like um like Serge read the books, right? And like so you must have been super like excited to see I've how been the show for just years. Yeah. Like I binged it. So I think I binged it like season 4, season 5. So like when I watched it, it was straight through like I don't really remember the differences between the seasons. I just remember it's one giant uh-huh. season. Um, and it was such an awesome show, just so different, so fresh. The fact that no one was safe just kept me constantly on like edge. Um, yeah, I'm bummed that it's done. I needed a replacement because I'm not a show TV guy, and I've said this on here. I needed something, and this is before I started watching Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is a show I binged. Uh, I was up to season four, and then Serge put me on, and I binged through it. I couldn't find a show to replace The Sopranos, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> I kept looking and looking, and it was nothing. Mm. I because I'm just like it takes for me. For me, I hate dedicating myself to a show, and a show get canceled. Yeah, or a show, mm-hmm. and I bought this first season on DVD on Blu-ray when I heard that it was really good, and I was like, let me give this a shot. Let me give this a shot, and I fell in love with it. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna go, go along yeah. with it. And it, I mean, I'm happy with everything, so. And I'm just sad it's gone too. I mean, there's no, the next thing that I'm looking forward to is Watchmen in October, and I know people Dude. people are gonna complain. Let Dude. me pre- let me prep you, Serge. This I has nothing so to do. Ready. This has nothing to I do know. with Alan Moore's story. I'm so, so no, just letting listen, you know. Here's here's the thing. I know it's not related to Alan to, to his original okay, comic, just, but the person who's writing the show, the writer of the show is is Damon 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 um L Lindelof that guy yeah, from yeah. Lost that guy wrote Lost yeah. oh, so I probably hate it that guy wrote Prometheus you didn't even watch that Lost guy, dude I saw enough you didn't this, no bro no. you gotta and watch the leftovers it. Watch the leftovers this guy is a talented writer if there's anybody who can pull this show off is that guy so I'm very pretty dope too it, I'm very excited I think about it's gonna this. be a good show I will I think say the show. end of Game of Thrones I felt exactly the way I I felt for Lost. Mm-hmm. I felt very underwhelmed oh, with the wow. Lost finale. That is a really good. You're right because mm-hmm. huh. I felt like like Lost. I own it. Like I love the show throughout. I watched straight yeah. up, and I actually came to it like really late, and I just binged it like right before the last season. And then we get to the last season. I'm watching every and it week, was so and then the ending, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I guess. But it still didn't take away from everything else I loved about it before and all the other actors and characters mm-hmm. that were on it and the storylines. But here I was just like, and my favorite part is how they end the episode itself because it mirrors back to the first episode. Mm-hmm. But, and well, I yeah, guess the, it's not a spoiler. The opening shot of Game of Thrones is also the final shot of Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah, it, it mirrors it. Mirror. So I like when shows do that, when they mirror, and I feel like that helps conclude it. But... I, d- I felt exactly the same way. I felt very underwhelmed. Now, for like Dexter, I felt very angry. Oh, I'm still angry. I'm because not Because I love Dexter. Dexter. I'll never get over Dexter. And I watched like Fucking every piece week, of shit finale. And then it was like, Bruh. but right. like Lost and Game of Thrones, that's how I feel. Very underwhelmed. Like, I'd have to rewatch it again, like rewatch the seasons again or rewatch the finale and again will. and see. We will. 
Amazing no shows, but endings were underwhelming for, for me. Unless I it's think. Breaking Bad. Unless it's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is the greatest series finale of all time, and I don't think anything will touch it. I feel it's like take that a lot. story isn't over, man. It's over. I, You know what, man? If you and that's for another that, podcast. Yes, that's for another that's podcast. So really, really quick. Continued. Considering we bashed the show like crazy today. Yeah. Um, uh, speak no. for yourself. <laughs> so like, if you had like one elevator pitch to convince someone to watch Game of Thrones, what would it be? Expect the unexpected. Dope. That Jenny. Do not get attached to anyone. Oh, nice. Prepare to Search. be disappointed. No, 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 no. I, 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 like, I, I want to be clear. I was not a fan of season eight, but that's not to say that I'm not a huge fan of this entire story. Sure. I'm a gigantic fan. Um, expect to see characters be portrayed in a realistic way. If you were in a wow. position of power... If you are, if you are, if you are, if you are playing, it's like how Cersei says, "You in the Game of Thrones, you win or you die," and this is a recurring theme in the show. You win the Game of Thrones or you get murked real fast, and every character is aiming for power. And if you don't fuck people over in this game, you're gonna get murked. Nice. So like, and it's like that's good. You look at Cersei, you look at Jaime, you look at Theon, you look at the Starks, you look at everybody. Everybody who was vying for power, they all get screwed over. They all get they, they all get screwed because in the Game of Thrones, you make it or you die. And everyone, everyone plays the game. Everyone is they all suffer. And then I'll go really frat boy. Boobs, dragons, and booze. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Have That's you ever so watched practical. that show? No, Battlestar no, Galactica no is another show that is like Lost that started out incredibly amazing and then season four was like, Why am I watching this show? And then just to finish up, because um I'm gonna go through my favorite some of my favorite episodes and then we'll call it a day. Um I'm gonna give some honorable mentions. I have two. I have uh I think it's Baylor or ba- Balor, season one, episode nine, going back to what you said. It's the moment that Game of Thrones told its audience to expect the unexpected when they killed Ned Stark. Ned, I yeah. was shocked by it. And to counter something that I did want to mention, my another honorable mention, I'm, I'm going to throw some love towards the series finale. And for this reason and this reason that no one's talked about, Game of Thrones is always known for their big impactful episode to be the second to last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every season mm-hmm. except The Winds of Winter, which is episode episode 10 of season 6. Which it which is the title of his next novel by the way. So The Winds of Winter. Oh, when yeah. we're t- when we're looking at the overall spectrum spectrum of eight season finales, I feel that this series finale is probably the second best out of all the season finales. Huh. If we look at the just the last episode it makes sense because because everything happens in episode nine but no one's really talking about that i just want to put that out there and i also really enjoyed the series finale for this reason it's something none of us have talked about yet and it's something i predicted when we were just bullshitting on facebook the i predicted that the iron throne would be destroyed Mm -hmm. and we all we've been talking about for the last almost two hours about different villains and different perspectives of different characters and stuff like that so i personally feel that i really love the imagery and the representation of the destruction of the Iron Throne because Agreed. watching the show and seeing where it was going, I've I've really felt strongly that this show makes you think better more than any other show that I've seen in a long time. For this reason and this reason only, the true villain of this show was that throne. The Iron yeah. Throne. It was never yes, it was never yes, Cersei. Yeah. It was never Joffrey. It was yeah. never Ramsay. Yes, and that's why all these characters are irreplaceable. Because the Iron Throne led to war. The Iron Throne led to greed to jealousy 
to every feeling that Corruption, Danny had before she did what she did. Jealous right. of Jon Snow being the rightful heir. Yeah. Or Cersei feeling some type of way because Marjorie was on the throne. Or yeah. so because of the prophecy of there will be a younger queen that mm-hmm. takes you down. That which was in, beautiful. Which the prophecy was completed when yeah. Danny took over yeah. when killed I Cersei. Loved- you mentioned that. I read a, I saw a meme online that is exa- echoes exactly what you said. That when Drogon came... Like it was hot that he realized that what killed his queen was not John. Yep, it was the throne, and, and that's I, why he unleashes his flames on that. And that at that moment, watching that final episode, I knew that no matter what happened next, I was going to be satisfied because I just needed the symbol of evil, yeah. quote unquote, for that entire series to be destroyed. Beautiful. So when you're looking at this entire series, and a lot of people that are. I'll, unlike Serge, which I'm thankful that he came on today because he gave a perspective that yeah, the three of us may not sure. have had, and I'm grateful for it because he is the first person I've talked to about this series finale that has not liked it, that has literally came to play. Yeah, without like, material. Like, you came to play without being prepared. Imagine if he was prepared. <laughs> you know, well, I had a few notes. I, I <laughs> but, did have a few notes. But, but like, but. the whole... The whole I throw the symbolism of the Iron Throne being destroyed. They're like, but it's not, you don't get it. I'm like, no, I don't think no, no, you get it. Yeah. I don't think You're, you get yeah. it. Because the show ends and Bran is king and everyone's like, oh, but, you know, I don't I don't like Bran. I'm like, but the, you don't get it, man. It's not about who's fucking king or Drogon killed the-, the Game of Thrones. There you go. Yeah. The, it was the Iron Throne that everybody ha- is vying for. And instead of getting angry at Jon, he killed the throne because now throne. no one... Now, exactly. now we know Bran is king in some capacity, but how that's going to play out, I don't know. Yeah, and we'll find out in twenty-five years. I hope, and <laughs> I hope it ends with like this, and we don't have a sequel. Nah, I think we're done. They I hope we never have a sequel, and it's with Arya going to the west of Westeros, we I could. See, I see and there, getting a there is. Here's the Man, thing. That'd be great. I've read the books, and there is, and there is absolutely enough in the books to create a prequel. There is absolutely enough in there to make a good prequel with, with um. There are two ways that you can do prequels. You could do Aegon's Conquest, that would be amazing, or you can do Robert's Rebellion. Okay. You could do either of those two, and if you do Robert's um, his Rebellion, you can get a a young Jamie Lannister, a young uh, Eddard Stark, a young Robert, uh, you know, uh, uh, all, all those yeah. guys, and, and it would still work. Or, but or, do we really want to see it? Do no. we need to see if it's based really if it's based on the, the books if it's based on the books and George he, he sanctions and he says I like this this is the way that we should do it and he has his hand in it I will watch it if it's based on just let's do something crazy then no I don't want to watch yeah, it so we'll see what happens here and then just to run down my ten uh, my number ten is the door. Uh, just mm-hmm. mentioning Dope. Hordor's death, just the whole episode in general. I yeah. really enjoyed that one. My number nine is actually the pilot, yeah. because if it wasn't for the pilot, I wouldn't have been hooked. Good I'm point. not really into these type of shows, despite me loving Lord of the Rings. I'm just never TV show wise. Yeah. I've never I been into these fantasy too. type of episodes. I mean shows, shows yeah. and just seeing everything that happens and just being introduced to all these characters in episode one brought me completely in. Um, let me see. Number eight, I have the Lion and the Rose, a.k.a. the Purple Wedding. Yep. Just kind of what we talked about before. It's something you didn't expect to happen, and nope. it killed my most disliked character on the show. Um, my number seven actually is from this season, and it's episode two, uh, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> One, because Brienne deserved the fuck out of that. Yep. And number two, I really liked the idea of what do you do the day before you may you know you may die? 
mm-hmm. you see everyone from Arya like doing what she did to just Chicka Brienne. Chicka Bow Wow. Yeah, from Brienne to J- Brienne, Tyrion, yeah. and John just hanging out drinking. Like you see everyone's perspective, and I thought that was brilliantly Agreed. done. Really and in a season yeah. that that is not loved, I think that is a fantastic episode. Um, and I thought it was. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I think that it was. It was. It was very important that it was Jamie. Who, yes. who united yes. her? Yep. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think it was very important that he did it, and because because he was the only one that gave her that chance and the respect and the respect. Ironically, because if you if you remember season two and three, he did Shit, not like know. her. No. And, and but but they but as he grew as a character, he saw her merits, and he was like, "You are the person who deserves this." And he knighted her, and like I thought, like it was yeah. kind of cool. And then- so I love that whole scene. But I was a little annoyed. I get she was filling out his part in the book, but she needed to create her own page. Mm. Oh, instead of filling out his. No, no, no. She could fill out because it goes back to an earlier episode where, like, the Lord Commander is the one that fills out that page yeah. with the person before yep, them. Yep, yep, yep. But I wanted her just to start her. And page. she probably will. And, she, and she probably will. Yeah. And, and it's assumed. Like I think that they wanted just that moment to be about Jamie. Filling. I know, I know, I know. And I thought that moment was good closure like because a, of the way, oh, like, a, we just saw him man. die in the last episode. Yeah. And it was just Girl, like, male, okay, he just males. died. So I thought that was some nice closure that, like, where she's like, you know, he died protecting his queen. Yeah. It leaves it open ended where she in the future can have her own page. But I thought it was very yeah. beautiful because. Again, it goes back to the scene where it's Joffrey and Jamie, and Joffrey was like, "Hey, uncle, yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have anything. anything on your page. You're only known for being a Kingslayer." And he looks at the page and he's like, "Fuck, he's right." And I'm then you notice- known for nothing. And then Brienne is writing his accomplishments, and it's like even after his death, yeah. he gets his accomplishments. He gets he's rede- he's she redeemed. redeemed and then he's at redeemed. the end, and at the end, and, and, she put a hit it and quit it. <laughs> wow. Um, too soon. Too soon. All right. So my number six to go real quick is actually a two four two four because I think these episodes go hand in hand. Um ep- season four, episode six, which is um the trial by combat where oh, with Tyrion's trial. Amazing. And I think okay. that is the show it's the altering moment for Tyrion as a character on that show. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking Peter Dinklage's most badass moment on that show. Um, and then coinc- coinciding with the actual uh, battle, battle, which yeah. is the Mountain and the Viper. Uh, going into the top five, I have the Winds of Winter, which is Dope. the season season six, episode 10. Cersei is declared queen after she murders a high sparrow, Marjor- Marjorie Tyrell, and a host of other nobles. <laughs> and then you see Bran discovers the truth of Jon Snow's lineage. A lot of stuff happened in Daenerys and makes Tyrion the new hand of the queen. And they set a sail, which I really like the whole ending there number four is the reigns of castamere which is yep. the red wedding nothing else needs to be said there my number three is hard home oh amazing hard home is probably in my top Your three top as well three. um the first time john snow faces off against the night king which is a moment in itself um the action and special effects are inducing it's kind of one of those moments you're like oh when we get more battles i wonder what they're gonna do yeah which takes me to number two which is the long night we've already dissected that one i just love that the only despite people complaining about the dark i love the symbolism of the only light that's used in the show and that episode is fire and ice it makes perfect 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 perfect, beautiful and my number one is the battle of the bastards yeah, I tossed I tossed and turned between battle of the bastards and long night i think it's one a one b for me okay i think the battle of the bastards is just amazing to watch and yeah i think the payoff too i think i picked it um over it just because while the night king i never you know i love it's my favorite moment with aria killing the night king 
the payoff of Ramsey's death is much more impactful than the Night King's death. So those are my top 10. If you guys have any more to add, we're... I agree with everything you just said right now. Yeah, for sure. I know Jenny does it. Let me ask you something about the, um, I guess, the Battle of the Bastards and the Long Night. Because both episodes were one of those episodes where it's like you knew it was coming. It was hyped by media before the episode happened, right? So there was a lot of advertising that this episode is going to be this. Okay. So would you say, because I think the reason I prefer Battle of the Bastards is that the, it, it lived up to my expectations of what the episode mm-hmm. was going to be, whereas the Long Night didn't really pay a little to the expectations of what I thought the, the episode was going to be. Do you think that's the same for you, or did you think both of them were like, "I was hyped, I was hyped, I was hyped"? This is exactly what I wanted. The battle, the battle of the bastards. I really didn't pay attention to the hype. I, I think there was more hype for Long Night, but to be honest, why why it impacted me more is because I didn't pay attention to the hype because of a movie that just released the same week. Mm. I was like so more concentrated on Endgame, to be honest, that Got I really it. didn't care about the hype of Winds of Winds. I mean, uh, the Long Night. I was more on the. Let's see this shit fucking finally go down. Fair. So, and what I really loved about the episode that some people I didn't like is I like that it's despite it's an eighty minute episode, it's literally split out into sections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That beginning that you guys don't really like, I think was well done for the cinematography, if anything. But because it set that first section of the episode, then you have the second, and then you have the third with the score that plays out, and no more. Um, there's no more dialogue. Yeah, dialogue. it's just straight up dialogue. It's just a very, score uh, thin red playing line. for those last 10 minutes until we get Arya killing the Night King. Mm-hmm. I think it was beautifully done because it was able to – because if you get an 80-minute episode of just like bam and bam and bam and you don't have an in-between or a filter, it gets just it boring. It gets boring and then you really don't have a reason to keep watching. Oh, I can go to the bathroom now. But no, the fact that it's it's sectioned it off. Dude, for a, a section of it, it felt like a horror movie where Arya's like in, hiding, in the, high, the hallways hiding and, through, through yeah. the library. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really well done. So, yeah. So that's, okay. I guess, more because of Endgame was around that I really didn't really care about the hype. Cool. So Overall, right. it, it will go down as, as, as one of the greatest shows ever, ever made. Um, let's, I would, I'm going to stick around for the real ending in the books if they ever come out. But here's here's the final 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 thing about these about the final episode that was kind of dumb. Um, Bron, <laughs> Bron, Bron, the oh, master it's of coin. It's fine. Why is Bron? Bron. I no, Bron. I love Bron. He's he's amazing. You gotta get why, the brothels back up. Why man. is Bron? No, you don't. The master of coin. Back. Told you. Why, that's. Oops. <laughs> He's thinking the same but thing. But if 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 the kingdom is in ships. ashes, no, of if, if, if the kingdom is in ashes. Are you gonna put that guy in front of? Of course the, not. You have to. Uh, 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 as master of coin, you, you, you gotta get put the brothels that up. dude. You gotta get the brothels. It'll bring back the economy. He's gonna put just the brothels. Exactly, up. and the economy's, the economy's gonna, gonna, go gonna flourish. Everyone's who's gonna, gonna, who's gonna go to the brothel with everyone's ashes right no, now? No, I didn't like that's that either. Not but it's funny. I laughed. I I laughed as soon as because you can tell, like in a comedic way, there's gonna be so much beef between Brienne. So much between and all Ron of them. Fucking, I died when she was like, "No, we need to get." Everything else but the brothel is up. I thought it was funny. I, I feel funny. like that's me trying to explain to you every time you want to buy a pair. I don't want around. No. Every time you want to buy a pair of sneakers, and I'm like, no, we need a couch. Like, these are things but, we need. But overall, I think Game of Thrones, to me, is the... It had it was a competition to be the and greatest Davos written show gra- of all time. Grammar yes. Nazi it is, there. It is not my... Yep. 
I love Davos. They didn't know how to read or anything. And then, and then he became like, like a not a uh, uh, grammar Nazi. Grammar Nazi. But um, to finish off, it's my number three best written show of all time. Breaking Bad is number one. Sopranos is number two. Okay. In terms of greatest shows of all time, uh, I put Sopranos number one, Breaking Bad number two. I actually would put Break- Game of Thrones number three. I have no argument against that. That sounds good. I, yeah. you know, if we do another episode of like greatest shows of all time, still my favorite show, and Jenny's and my favorite show. Still, I love Lucy. Just want to put that out there. But like in terms of actual like, but that's different. That's a different that's type. Not, yeah. But in drama. terms of like the greatest shows of all time, I think those three are going to be talk. You're going to be debating that forever. So with that being said, Serge, I hope you stick around for our next episode because we're going about to talk about a subject completely different. That Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, that movie was so bad. Well, great way to end. That's it. that's a yes. And now <laughs> we can talk about how bad it is. So, <laughs> oh, I, we'll see you in a few kids. <laughs>